0: I had to explain ASMR to so many relatives this weekend. <laughs> Why? Well, first of all, my cousins who are all older than me were trying to have my younger cousin, who's still in college, um, explain to them what a visco girl is. Oh, yeah. And then my godmother slash cousin Linda was like, "I'm learning so many new terms this weekend." And I like, I already knew what ASMR was, and I thought I was ahead of the trend. And then my other cousin was like, "What's ASMR?" And like. So i explained yeah and then the next day they were like jane's teaching us all the terms and my mom was like well, like what and i was like oh like asmr and she was like what's that and i tried to explain to her and she did not understand you should have just rooted them to the
1: podcast oh i should have you should have just been like I- i'm not gonna explain it to you because i've already explained it once <laughs> <laughs> episode four you know what i've been wondering <laughs> Welcome back to You Know What I've Been Wondering. I'm Sarah. I'm Jane. I can't tell if the sound sounds funky in the headphones because I'm sick and so Mm. like my sinuses and my hearing are like messing it up or if the sound really does sound weird. Listen to our voices. You talk. Hello. Does it sound weird? Not really. It sounds like how it
0: normally sounds to you? I think so. I immediately am aware of how loud I am. <laughs> if you notice, I like when much quieter. <laughs> All right, maybe we should just keep
1: one headphone okay. in. <laughs> <laughs> We're training Jane to understand that she doesn't need to yell, even though I love her voice, and I want everyone to hear it across the world. I just, I don't know what it is. I just have a tendency to just... You just project, you're really, an actor. Really, fill a room. That's what my mom says it's because, like, I did performance for so long and you just get used to it and you just never really and plus now we work at school so we're talking over children like constantly so yeah it happens
0: it happens how are (laughs) you doing um i'm doing good my past week had a real like you know low to high yeah (laughs) um i start i you know we work with kids and i got strep throat which sucked i've never had it before yeah Uh, my first it sounded pretty terrible yeah um I thought I was dying. Um, (laughs) Well, like, I mostly felt okay. Glad you're not dead. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mostly felt normal, except my throat just hurt so badly. And it hurt so bad to swallow. And it was in such a specific area, which is why I was like, this isn't usual. Mm -hmm. Because it was just, like, my tonsils, although it felt like it was the back of my throat. But, like, swallowing was like, I had to work my way up to it. Be like, all right, all right, it's time to swallow. All right. (gasps) Go. Ow. Like. (laughs) Yeah. But. I went to the doctor and I got on antibiotics and I'm feeling much better now. Miracle drugs, um, truly. <laughs> I remember when I had an ear infection and
1: antibiotics kicked in after like four hours and I was like, I can hear. Like, they truly are
0: miracles. Thank the Lord for penicillin. Eventually, I was feeling better, thank goodness, and um, went back to school. And then this weekend, I had a really nice family weekend I had an, an event Sort of honoring My late like, grandparents And it was Very nice It, it was a very nice, nice service and It was very really nice To see my family Yeah, yeah.
1: I like traditions Like mm-hmm. that Like I don't love Thanksgiving It's not my mm-hmm. favorite Of the holidays But right after Thanksgiving My family Goes to Visit my grandparents Grave Because they mm-hmm. died Like very shortly after one another my grandfather died on the day after thanksgiving Mm -hmm. so i always go the saturday after and we like put wreaths on Mm their graves for christmas and stuff like that and then we all have like kind of another party and i like that better than regular thanksgiving Mm. because it's nice because it's like honoring people so that seems really sweet it
0: was we had a good time yeah
1: that's good how are you sarah well i'm sick now but i just have a cold I definitely was like, no, this isn't strep. I get the same cold mm. every single year when it goes from hot to cold, and I'll get it again when <sighs> it goes from cold to hot. The first nice day we have, I'll immediately get sick. So it's, like, kind of unavoidable at this point. I always know it's coming. But this year it was a little – I don't know. It was different. Like It seemed like it hit you really hard. It hit really hard and really fast. Normally it's, like, a day of a sore throat and then two days of um, – like a stuffy nose and then one day that like my nose is like half stuffy but i'm fine but this year it was like my sore throat came on on saturday afternoon and then by saturday night i had a full on cold but i couldn't sleep i was having fever dreams Mm -hmm. which i haven't had in a very very long time and i tried taking nyquil and it did not help I, kept wake- I woke up, like, every 45 minutes feeling dizzy, and, like, I had an upset stomach. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, I was just out of it. Like, I don't even remember half of Sunday. I slept so, so much. And then yesterday, I was okay, and I went to work. And today, I feel even better. But it was just very, very different than my normal cold. Yeah. Like, normally, I can work through my normal cold. This, I was like, no, no, no. Cannot work through it. No, 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 no. I think that I didn't get a lot of sleep Friday night either. Like, that didn't help. So, it kind of just hit me all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jane and I were supposed to record last night and she came into my room and I was like dead out. It's <laughs> just gone.
0: Well, I walked out into our living room because I was finishing up my research and I was like, all right, I'm ready. And I walked to the hallway, and I went Sarah. And no response. And her door was open and like her lights were on. So I like started walking towards the room and I just heard a very loud snore. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> and I looked at her, you were so cute. You were sleeping. Oh my gosh, like, I was so I, tired. I asked Kelsey, I was like, she's asleep but i want her to rest but we were supposed to record so i don't know what to do and we were and we're both of us were like she needs sleep so badly so we were i was like okay her lights are on um her tv's on (laughs) yes (laughs) so if she's gonna rest like maybe let her make the choice to turn off her lights and sleep yes yeah (laughs) so wake her up to give her that option yeah i felt so bad waking you up no no
1: no it was okay because i was like uh i should you know Brush my teeth, yeah. turn off my television, yeah. turn off my lights. So it was better. It was better than you woke me up. Because if I if you just let me sleep and I would have woken up this morning, I would have been like Where? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> we had a plan. You know. Yeah. Instead of making a new plan. So it was all good. It was all good. Yeah. So
0: happy November. Happy November. Spooky season's over. November? I hardly know her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Scorpio season's
1: really hit us though.
0: Yeah. Because you got
1: strep. I got a cold. It's just hitting.
0: Mercury's apparently in retrograde. Oh, of course it is. I don't know is. if that means anything in terms, just... terms of sicknesses. <laughs> oh, boy. Here it goes. So,
1: are we ready to talk about... Uh,
0: sure. Roanoke? Yeah. So, we, uh, we've we had Roanoke on our list for a while. Yeah. And I just think it's a cool mystery. Love a mystery. Yeah, I know. It's it, interesting. and uh, It was recently pointed out to us, like like oh you guys shouldn't talk about that like that that's racist Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: we were kind of taken aback and we were like oh we didn't really know that yeah and so you asked me to look into why that's the case and i don't think the mystery in in itself is racist i think the historical interpretation of it kind of is okay but let's let's get to that at the end okay and let's just get into what happened cool all right so in 1587 Mm-hmm. oh actually i should preface in 1585 86 somewhere in that range mm-hmm. um an english colony yeah um came from england to, to roanoke yes um which is in south north carolina yeah uh it's an island off the coast of it and they came and they had a couple of minor skirmishes with the local um, indigenous people yeah they were living there and the then governor i'm a real idiot um <laughs> <laughs> big goof um, who also like governor of what did they make you governor on the boat i don't understand yeah um it's
1: probably that the like the king appointed him governor normally that's yeah, what happened yeah probably when, before they went um, over they knew
0: his name is ralph lane a real jerk he was like I, he's <laughs> like i know what will calm down the local people um from not wanting to fight us. I'll kill their leader. Ew. <laughs> yeah. So he killed their leader, Wingina, their king. So that, that didn't help anything. You no. Know? <laughs> That's just not a great diplomatic move if you're no. trying to make peace. Definitely not. Um, but they ultimately decided like, okay, we're fighting with this local tribe. We really don't have enough supplies. So let's scrap this whole thing and just go back to England. So they okay. did. And then one year later <laughs> in 1587... Uh, England was like, let's try again. You know, (laughs) let's go to Roanoke. (laughs) (laughs) So a group of 115 people, 87 men, 17 women and 11 children Mm -hmm. went to, again, Roanoke Island off the coast of North Carolina and started a small settlement there. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and they realized that they were kind of short on supplies, which uh, was the same problem that the first trip had. So I just, I don't feel understand like how these you made people... this mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you're going to be moving to a new continent. Now you've been there once before, you know what it's kind of like. Yeah. Why are you not prepared? Yeah. Why, why are you not bringing like why a are a second eating... boat of supplies or something?
1: Right. Like, why are you eating
0: too much on the boat over? Like, yeah. Why? Well, I... These people need to learn to pack. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so th- the new governor, John White, was like, I'll sail back to England. I'll get supplies. Correct. So. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Which is not like he's running to the grocery store. No. <laughs> like, it's going to take a while. <laughs> take a while. And in fact, it ended up taking three years. Be- what? <laughs> <laughs> because when he got back to Europe, um, England had just gone to war with Spain. Oh. Um, and Spain had a really strong armada of ships. Yes. Um. And... The Spanish Armada. The, Sp- the famous Spanish Armada. The and one. Queen Elizabeth I, qe won, was like, every single person who has a boat, give it to me. I'm going to use it to fight the Spanish. <laughs> so... Everybody <laughs> who has a boat. <laughs> so John White lost his boat. Oh. It took him three years to get a new boat. Oh. And... But then when he did... <laughs> In 1590, uh, he finally returned to Roanoke. Now, here's the thing. When he returned to Roanoke, he found no trace of the colony or its inhabitants. What? Yeah. Every single person, all 100 and... I wonder if he was included in the 115 or if this is now 114, but everyone was gone. Okay. Um, Which he was like, where are y'all at? Um, (laughs) Hello. And the only, like sign of i guess the fence around the perimeter of the place was still there or at least there was one fence mm-hmm. post. but it doesn't really say anything else about any other like structures they might have built um uh-huh. it just according to his record of it there was like no sign of life except for um the word croatoan had been carved into a wooden post and the letters cro had been carved into a tree oh Here's the sl- thing that seems like the most obvious solution to me is that there was an island just south of Roanoke called Croatoan Island. Yeah. That was home to the Croatoan tribe. Right. You'd think like maybe they were like, okay, that's where they went. Right. John White. He just sounds dumb to me. Um, both, <laughs> Didn't pack enough supplies. Both of the European governors sound dumb. Um, dumb white men. He was like, I'm going to go look on this island. Now, if you look at a map, the islands don't seem far enough apart for what he's saying happened because he says he tried twice to go look on that island, but both times the weather was too stormy. Yeah. For his boat to go across. Now I'm like, you sailed across <laughs> the ocean. Yeah. In this boat. And you can't make it to an island. That's like, I don't know. Probably Tides. a couple miles
1: away. Tides are tricky though. Like if the island's really rocky, like if a ship crashes.
0: Yeah. yeah. But so he, he said he only tried twice, but that he, his boat was one that not he wasn't leasing it. What's the term? Um, he wasn't leasing he, it. He was borrowing it essentially, and he needed to return the boat. So he decided to go back to Europe to give the boat back. Oh my and, God! <laughs> and <laughs> never um, returned. Yeah, and never knew what happened to his family. Now this seems sketch to me because when he left Roanoke, he left behind his wife. Yeah, his daughter um whose name was wasn't her uh, name virginia wasn't she the first baby born um in... no his daughter's name was eleanor white dare and okay. she had just given birth to virginia dare yeah who you are correct was the first um english child born from in the Am- americas yeah um from english parents yeah um that's why i think there's a lot of stuff in um that area that's called like dare yeah it's named after them um but you'd think like the first English born baby, like you'd think they want like more record of what happened in her life. Right. But no, she just, just disappeared is, is, like gone. Um, well, not. But maybe she wasn't like maybe they went to Croatone Island because no one really ever checked there. But um, the main thing that really baffles people is that no bodies were ever found. Really? Not yeah. even on Croatone Island? I don't think so. There have been some um, artifacts found on Crotona, which is now called Hatteras Island. It was renamed. Archaeologists found um, a couple of artifacts that could potentially have been from that group of people. Like they found some bowls. They found some aglets, which is they're like metal poles or tubes that you would wrap linens around. Yeah, And they found (laughs) the broken hilt of an iron rapier sword and a slate writing tablet with the letter M potentially on it it was kind of obscure but they're like that could be an m um mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing about these artifacts is that the date when they're from isn't there's no way to prove it like they could be from the 1700s which is almost 100 years, years later. later yeah so there's no way to pinpoint it, if it belonged to that group of european settlers there's no way to like officially prove that they just went to Groton island um there's a couple of theories of what could have happened um The theories were that they were either abducted or murdered by the Croatoan tribe. But then the question is then where are the bodies? Mm -hmm. And now on Buzzfeed Unsolved, Shane like fervently believes that they just killed them all then just like threw their bodies in the ocean. And he's like, what? It's like, the 1600 the 1500s like what are people gonna do like they're not scouring the ocean like, yeah have we scoured the ocean yeah like, but i feel like eventually if it's an island
1: eventually the body would wash up on like somebody would wash up yeah somebody sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry um so, but it's true somebody would wash up on the mainland yeah
0: if they're an island close to the shore i mean i need to look into like how bodies are after hundreds of years in salt water. But they <laughs> like, float. If they didn't weigh
1: them down, dead bodies float in water.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, true. Uh <laughs> but I don't I just don't I just can't imagine a situation where if they were murdered by this tribe that the tribe would take the time to pile them all 115 of them with rocks
0: and throw them mm-hmm, in. The you know what I mean? Yeah. Which again, like I feel like I'm going to be quoting BuzzFeed Unsolved. I rewatched the episode yesterday. He's like, again, it's like 1600s probably at this point. Like, what are people... Do- like, people checked the whole forest. I'm like, yeah, but like, we've had archaeologists since then. Yeah. But I feel like you could find something. There's one theory that um, they just went to Croatoan Island with the Croatoan tribe and just like joined them yeah. and assimilated into their culture, which I wonder if you like looked at that island, if you looked at like... Bodies found there if there's a way of seeing like we're some european or some right um apparently right. 2007 um now that we have all these like ancestry dna websites websites yeah. and things some like um uh, what, what's the word for it genealogist Sure. tell me if i'm what i'm about to say i feel like that wouldn't be correct um are are beginning to like look into people's ancestry and see if people um who have like indigenous backgrounds yeah. um if they might have any european blood in them at all to see if like um, maybe like yeah there was some like interbreeding <laughs> not to make sound like they're animals but yeah. um uh, <laughs> interbreeding with the europeans that were there to see if they like really like just joined their culture yeah um but there's also um a couple theories that they just like went somewhere else but again like there's just there's so little evidence of them to go other places that's the thing that's the mystery t- to me is that there's just so such little evidence of like okay well if that happened where's the evidence of it and, and there's so many things that make sense to me that could have happened but it's like well if that happened then why haven't they found xyz like yeah i don't
1: know there's just the so real many my- like yeah um, if that
0: happened then why isn't there this yeah um apparently um in john white's like writings of what uh, of like his experience of when he went and he didn't find them he like briefly mentioned uh some location 50 miles inland yeah and also he drew a map like he was an amateur cartographer but his map is really accurate if you look at it like it's a very good map which is like how'd you do that buddy you can have yeah. GPS um <laughs> how'd you get that bird's eye view and <laughs> <yeah. laughs> about in the area that he would describe there's like um it's <laughs> gonna start sounding like national treasure there's like a patch over it oh. and apparently like what old cartographers would do because you know maps were really long like it was a really lengthy process to make them yeah and it, it's just you can't like erase things um right he like it's something you would do is you would take like a patch of a different piece of paper and stick it over mm-hmm. the mistake you had made but um if you shine a light behind the map like there's um underneath it you can tell he had drawn a um a like a four-pointed star that was blue and red and so people were, that might have marked some sort of building or fort or yeah. some place that they could have gone to <laughs> and here's where it sounds national treasury um <laughs> is that on the um on the patch that he put over this star yeah um there is the imprint that he drew another star on top of it Ooh. And so some people think that it's invisible ink. <laughs> Juicy. So some people think his thought process was like, all right, I will put this symbol here to sh- designate that this is the location. Oh, wait, I don't want people to know about this. I'll put this patch over it. Actually, no, I want some people to know about this, but only the people who are in the know and know how to follow the clues. Let's write the star back on it in invisible ink. Interesting. but um they've looked in this area and again they they did find more aglets which i guess they like they didn't have enough supplies but they had hella aglets yeah (laughs) uh, um. (laughs) but again there was no way to prove that they were from that time period they could have been from up to 100 years later right so (laughs) again that didn't really prove anything there's one theory that um the Spanish settler colonists that had landed in Florida had marched up North and attacked them. Uh, but again, where are the bodies? Uh, um, where on the, show me a body. <laughs> um, Jamestown was founded, um, just a short distance North 17 years later. Uh, uh-huh. um, so some people are like, well, maybe they just kind of like wandered around for a little bit and then eventually went, made their way to Jamestown. I just um, feel
1: like if, it- it, I just feel like if these people showed up in Jamestown and they were like, "Yeah, we were with and Roan- we were in the Roanoke
0: Colony." Oh yeah, they like
1: someone would know, you know. And especially
0: with the way like European settlers were back that, like I feel like they'd be like, "This is a big deal." Yeah, we're going to keep record, especially if you had the first baby born in the Americas to English parents.
1: Right, like, if it was only really 17 years later, um, Virginia Dare would have showed up, like, as a teenager, and she'd survive. Virginia yeah. Dare would have showed up as a teenager being like, hi, it's me, Virginia Dare. Look, yeah. Like, I just, like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> While I was looking into it, um, so there was, like, a related article that was, like, The Lost Colony of Popham, which Popham's in Maine. So I was like, what? And I clicked on it. Mm-hmm. And that one is open and shut it's kind of sad actually they Aww. just like didn't bring enough supplies <laughs> why are they so ill prepared <laughs> and they like were not prepared for the weather in maine and they didn't bring enough food and they didn't like know how to live and they were all dying off so they just gave up and left oh uh, which is kind of sad it's not quite the same mystery but i oh, i got really excited for a sec being like oh there's another one so those are really all the theories uh, <laughs> that are like of this earth there oh no <laughs> some people theorize that they were abducted by aliens um okay all okay. i'm just saying why would aliens choose to
1: take these guys like that's my thing like that's my thing is that the people are like the aliens have been around for so long like they think aliens help build the pyramids which like okay maybe but also like why would aliens with all of their vast technology be like we're gonna take the settlers. Like, yeah. I feel like they would. I feel like alien abductions, alien abductions make more sense now when we've, like, evolved and we've created all this technology whatever. Like, I feel like now they're like, all right. Yeah. Now we can study them, you know? They've been around for thousands of years at this point. Yeah. Like, they've evolved. Yeah. They're destroying their planet. <laughs> let's take them. <laughs> you know, I just don't understand why they'd be like, let's take the settlers. Maybe who, maybe they don't have the ability to see the future. That's true. But I, yeah, That's true. But it's just like... I don't know. What do they think they're going to get
0: out of the settlers? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. Racism? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were abducted by aliens, but... All right. That's just... Some people think they were. I feel um, like you point to any situation in which someone
1: mysteriously disappeared, <laughs> and people like are like, aliens. And then when it's a hundred people, then people yeah. are like,
0: definitely aliens, you know? Yeah. The other supernatural theory is that... <laughs> There was a zombie outbreak. What? And they all ate each other. Um, and because they were on an island, it didn't spread inland. Um, they're joking, right? <laughs> um,
1: I want this to be a horror movie, though. This would be a good horror I'm movie.
0: Sh- I'm su- I'd be surprised if there wasn't one that was losing.
1: I mean, American Horror Story. I know, but I, I meant, like, it. specifically the zombie outbreak one.
0: Oh. <laughs> like, I want, you know, 1500 zombie outbreak. Yeah. Uh, but, again, like... I don't think there was a zombie outbreak. Um, but, Okay, so let's talk about why this is kind of seen as problematic. Okay. Um, Teach it's, me. It's mainly... I don't think the mystery that we've been talking so far has... like I don't think that part of it is racist, but the fact that we still know about this mystery and we still talk about it is mostly because this story is really loved by white supremacists and by uh, white nationalists. Oh. Um, because it puts kind of a taboo on intermingling with the native tribe. Okay. Um, Basically like you come back and you find that they've written the location of where some native people are. So you assume like, Oh, they've all been captured or they've all been killed. And they love to like squash the idea that there might've been like, that they could have possibly assimilated with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they love this story because it comes across as like Europeans came, they interacted with native Americans. They're all gone now. This uh, is the lesson we should learn. Oh, yeah, that leaves a bad taste in my it mouth. It does. That's yeah. gross. So that's why. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't like that. I mean, I, I think we would probably still know about it, but it's 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 talked about a lot because those groups like have talked about it a lot. So that's right. kind of why. And like North
1: Carolina, that area, yeah. you know.
0: So that's why it remains sort of in our lexicon of mysteries that we talk about a lot unfortunately that but, makes me sad yeah um but again they are looking into the ancestry of people whose like family dates back to that time and they're seeing if maybe they're gonna find out that they never disappeared yeah they, they were just there and went... john
1: whatever his face is, was a bad
0: sailor <laughs> he just uh, on one hand excellent cartographer on the yeah. other hand bad sailor bad Supply bringer. Yeah. (laughs) Stick to cartography, you know? (laughs) Because, I mean, if they were running out of food... Why didn't they bring enough food? (laughs) It's just so frustrating. Could they not find food? I guess if they're on an island. I mean, they are on an island. And... Maybe they weren't experienced in fishing. I don't <laughs> I don't
1: know. It just seems like a bad plan to be like, and every time we need food, someone has to sail back to England. Like that doesn't that's uh, Yeah, like, what
0: was that their plan?
1: I don't know. Like that's not how you colonize. I mean, like, not that
0: we should be colonizing, yeah. but like <laughs> I'm also confused by the fact that he popped back over to Roanoke and was like, I'm here to look I'm here to bring the supplies, and then he couldn't find them. So he's like, I'm gonna try and look on Croton Island. And it's was like, oh, I can't get, get, can't get there, but I have to return my boat, so I'm going to leave forever. Right. And he went back, he moved to Ireland, never tried again, never knew what happened to his family. But he went, my point here is that the borrowed boat thing. Yeah. So he was just going to drop off supplies and then leave again. Right. He wasn't going to stay with his family. I don't Was know. Was he gonna bring supplies every couple of years? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand this plan at all. Was he just gonna be their governor? I have more questions. Man? He's about... supposed to be their governor. Yeah,
1: I have more questions about their plan than I do about where they went. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like who developed this plan? I don't understand. It's, He's a bad leader. It seems poorly thought through. It seems like both governors they picked were bad leaders. Absolutely. Also, just like the people they brought with them, um, 115 people. 87 men and only 17 women and 11 children. Like, who were they all planning on having children? Were these 17 women going to be the bearers of the children of all 87 men? Like, Well, yeah. I guess
1: in their thoughts, they needed more men because they were going to build stuff. You know, women can't build things. So they were like, I mean, I understand that thinking. Yeah.
0: But that just seems like they didn't think long term, you know? <laughs> right.
1: Well, they have children.
0: Their children have children. The children will grow up. I guess. And more people will move there eventually. Right. Okay, okay. I've been appeased in that thinking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, thank you uh, yeah, for explaining some things to me. hmm So, um, I'm on Reddit this week. Yes. And, um... I just skipped Reddit because um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been kind of dry lately. It's been a little dry. It's been a little dry. Um, my mom asked me about this, and I don't. I didn't think we could spend a whole episode on it, but I thought it would fit nicely in here. Okay. And she asked me why the keyboard keys are in the order they are. <laughs> QWERTY. Why is QWERTY a thing? So... The QWERTY keyboard was invented by someone named Christopher Sholes, and it was invented for the typewriter. Ooh. And the keys were put in this order because the way a typewriter works is you hit the letter and this, like, bar comes up and it hits the ink tape and that mm. transposes the letter onto the paper, right? So typewriters, in their original format, they would get jammed if you hit two keys that were close together in quick succession. Oh. So Daniel, or Christopher Scholes, sorry, Christopher Scholes worked out that he spent, like, years looking at the alphabet and looking at a dictionary and seeing what was the most common letters in both the vowels Mm. and consonants. A is the most common vowel. S is the most common consonant. Mm. And working out which letters should be separated from each other so that when you hit them, you were less likely to get the keys jammed. Uh-huh. Like, which letters should, would need to be opposite on the keyboard from each other so that when you type with your left hand, the next letter would be with your right hand. Yeah. Did you know that you could spell minimum with only your right hand on the keyboard?
0: Hold on. Now I'm having trouble spelling it in my mind. M I N. I-M-U-M. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So there are very few words in in the dictionary that you can spell with only one hand. And that's because they wanted to stop the typewriters from getting jammed. Which, like, I just can't imagine the time it must have took this guy to figure out, like, oh, this letter is commonly with this letter. So they should not be next to each other. Like, he found that, like, common letters that are next to each other is, like, H is often next to C, um... T and W and S-T is also very common. So he put them in distance from each other. So like if you look at the keyboard, like C and H are not next to each other. T and H are close, but still two different hands. Mm -hmm. Um, S and H are two different hands. S and T are the same hand, but like far apart because Mm -hmm. it would slow people down when you needed to make that combination. Mm -hmm. That would stop the typewriter from getting jammed. So that's why the QWERTY keyboard was...
0: Invented. Very clever. Did you ever, did you, when you were in elementary school, did you have to do those like typing typing games? games? Yes. I loved them. I was never as good, like I'm a good typer now, but at the time I was never as fast as my friends and I was always like, what am I doing wrong? And I would spend so long typing out the. Dad had salad with dad and was bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I felt so competitive.
1: Now I'm sure kids don't even do that anymore because they're all just born with the ability to type. Yeah. But back then you had to learn how to use the keyboard. <laughs> My form. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's why a keyboard is the way it is. Wow. Thank you for telling me about that. Yeah. Thank you, mom, for asking about it. Thanks, Sue. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yes. this is like this my section is gonna be very very short this that's is gonna fine. be a super short episode because there's fine. just not a lot of information
0: about this that's fine i knew that when i asked you i was like this might not be a lengthy topic but yeah. i thought it was timely you know with the month i wanted to do something yes very very timely it's, it is november now so you asked me about no shave november oh oh real quick though yeah <laughs> Uh, one of my kids told me a joke yesterday. <laughs> okay, <Tell me laughs> well either. he was like having kind of a meltdown, and we were was, like sitting with him in the hallway trying to calm him down to bring him back to class, and he was like, "Why? What month is a tree's least favorite month?" And I was like, "What month?" And he goes, "September." And I was like, "I don't understand." <laughs> and then like after a couple minutes, he just kept saying September, and I was like. <gasps> Minutes later, I was like oh are, are are you like forgetting that you're supposed to say September he <laughs> was like yeah 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 September and I was like oh <laughs> that's September. so funny that's so so funny I mean, that's, sorry, that's, November. Very,
1: that's very cute okay so you asked me about No Shave November and why that's a thing. So there are actually two separate but large movements, Movember and No Shave November. They are not they're the, not the same thing? No, they're not the same thing. Oh, my god. I did goodness. not know this. Um, Movember is an annual charity event founded to raise awareness of men's health issues, including testicular cancer, prostate cancer, and men's suicide. And that movement started in Australia. Hmm. Down Under. Down Under. Um, the Movember Foundation runs this annual charity event um, and they encourage men to research their family's medical history and live a healthier lifestyle in order to prevent these types of cancer or
0: so that you have a healthier down under
1: yes so then you have a healthier
0: down under exactly
1: November was started by a group of young men in Adelaide, South Australia. Um, seven Nightly News ran their story in 1999, and they talked to the men who were just like, "Yes, we're not shaving for the entire month of." Um, they it started in a pub. They were like, "We're not shaving for the entire month of of November," and when people ask us why, we're going to talk about like cancer rates in men, oh, okay. in Australia. Essentially. Um, and so it started with eighty men from this one pub in Australia and it ended up becoming an
0: Australian phenomenon. That kinda of sounds like they were like, All right, everyone commit to this bit <laughs> But it wasn't a bit, it was for a good cause. And no, I agree, but it it's just funny that it's just like eighty men at a bar were like, Yeah, none of us are gonna shave <laughs> Yeah, really. It's true. Can you
1: imagine being a woman in that pub and all the men are just yelling <laughs> Me too All the all the I men will are just also yelling not shave. And they're like uh Yeah, all the men are like yelling, like, "No, like, no shave, like, November, we're gonna do it." And all the women are just like sipping their wine. (laughs) (laughs) At the time, they also raised money for the RSPCA, which is the British version of the ASPCA, Um, and they sold shirts that said "Growing Whiskers for Whiskers." So they also raised money for animals. Baby. Later, in 2004, an unrelated group in Melbourne organized their own Movember event. 30 men grew a mustache for 30 days to, ra- to raise awareness for prostate cancer. Um, and in 2005, 500 people participated in this event in Melbourne and raised 400- $40,000 for the Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia. In 2007, this group was granted charity status in Australia as the Movember Foundation. Um, mm-hmm. Movember obtained charity status in the U.S. in 2009. So- oh it's also a charity here cool for men's
0: cancers. so it does actually have yes a cha- okay yeah i just feel like there's so many people that are like yeah i'm doing november but they're doing it just because they don't want to shave they're not like they're doing it to like spite their spouses or like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or they like want to like appear macho for a month right but like they're not actually they're doing helping it is like a cause. test of wills which yeah. i will come
1: back to um i will come back to the test of wills okay okay Okay, so no shave november is like the american equivalent of of Movember, and it was started by the hill family from chicago Mm -hmm. the hill family um there's eight children and their father matthew hill passed away from cancer in 2007 2005 yeah, in two thousand, in two thousand seven, and then in two thousand nine, they made a Facebook page called No Shave November as a web-based organization to raise awareness of cancer rates and saying like, if you like, we will not be if you would like to donate the money that you would spend on grooming supplies in a month of November mm. instead of shaving. Then I'm, I'm explaining this poorly. Sorry. I have, no, no, like,
0: no. It makes sense. I'm just thinking like. You know what would make even more money than women doing that? Because men don't have to spend as much on shaving. Well, they have to... Or, like, if they go to, like, the barber or whatever.
1: So, essentially, this family was like, we are asking people to not shave for the month of November. And you donate the money that you would regularly spend on grooming Mm -hmm. to like this web page and that will go towards cancer research that started in 2009. And in 2013, they officially partnered with the American cancer society. And now it's like a whole thing. It's a big website. Like you can start a campaign on it and say like, I am participating in no shave November, Mm -hmm. please donate to my page. All the money will go to the American cancer society. All of this stuff. So it's supposed to raise awareness for people who experience hair loss as a result of cancer. And the idea started that like, oh, we're not shaving because we're donating what we normally would spend. And it did start as like a men don't shave your beards like donate if you have to buy new clippers every month like mm-hmm. donate that money instead or whatever um but now women do it too like they won't shave their legs or whatever yes. or like and it says on the website like whether you're donating what you normally spend to buy razors every month or if you're donating like mm-hmm. that if you're skipping like a hundred dollar barber trip like anything helps mm-hmm. but i will say like that's what it started as i feel like that's not necessarily what people think of it now i do think most people you hear no shave november it's just like oh men flexing about like growing their beards yeah like i i would hope that when people are asked like oh what are you doing that they will say like oh i'm doing no shave november it's to raise awareness for like cancer hair loss and cancer patients and stuff like that but like i don't know i feel like i've known people that have done no shave november and none of their facebook pages say like That's the point. Like, it's supposed to be like you post on your social media, like, I'm doing No Shave November. Please donate to the American Cancer Society. You know, whatever. Yeah. But I never see that.
0: No, I think people just think it's like a fun challenge. Yeah,
1: like a macho challenge. Yeah. Who can grow the biggest beard? Right. Who can last, you know? Yeah. So that's what it's originally for. You also, you briefly asked me about No Nut November. Um, which did come up on Reddit, ironically, when I was looking through Reddit to see if I could find anything. Um, and there is no challenge there. That's just men being like d- disgusting <laughs> and being like, "It's a test of wills.
0: It's a test of
1: wills." You know, like it's dumb. It's dumb. So that is nothing. It does not raise. It does not raise awareness for that's anything. Just men being dumb. Yeah, I was like, maybe that's for maybe that's raising awareness for prostate cancer. No, that's just you men think- being dumb. Yeah. It would be nice or testicular cancer like who knows who knows I don't think that has any health benefits <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it does either um so that's what that is it's got absolutely nothing to do with charity as far as I know as far as I can mm. tell so that's about no blank November thank you so much you're welcome all right this has been a very short episode it has thank you been- thank you so much for listening um we're starting off the month easy. <laughs> Keeping it light. Easy breezy beautiful November. Keeping it short so you can save your time since daylight savings has really kicked our butts.
0: It was a nice extra hour of sleep, although I still had to get up really early and I had to stay up really late yeah. <laughs> the night before. It was actually, it was, like, the reason I stayed up late was fun because my cousins and I had to make a casserole for our, like, family brunch the next day. Yeah. And we needed to cook the bacon and we ended up staying up really late because, like, the stove stopped working and then we set up the fire alarm and then my cousin burned her hand. And it was, like, a whole thing, which, like, later we'll look back on and laugh, but, like, we ended up staying so late cooking this bacon. And then... <laughs> We had right. to get up super early for church. So I didn't feel like I gained any hour of sleep, but I'm sure some people did. But my point is, like, it's so dark now. <laughs> so early. Yeah. And I don't feel like the extra hour of sleep was worth
1: it. Yeah, it's so dark. I hate it. Um. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YKWIBW Podcast. You can check out our website, com. If you like what you're hearing, you can donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. And finally, if you have something that you've been wondering, you can email us at i've been wondering podcast at gmail.com, and we would love to incorporate it onto our show. All right, Jade, you know what I've been wondering? <laughs> what have you been wondering, Sarah? All right, we're taking it back to 1969.
0: We went to the moon. No, stop.
1: (laughs) So November 15th, 1969, the largest anti-war rally in history happened in Washington, D.C. Oh. Oh. I want to know more about that. Okay. I know it was a protest of the Vietnam War. I want to know more about, like,
0: the ramifications
1: of that, like, what happened because of that. I want
0: to know all about it. It's kind of timely because we have a lot of protests going on now. It is. It is. People are acting like that's the first time anyone's ever protested. And it's like, no, no. No, no, no. So, yeah, I want to learn more about, like, the history of that protest. Yeah. What it led to, all of that.
1: Sure. And it'll come out right before November 15th, so. Oh.
0: An anniversary. Well. A 50-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And (laughs) I have a question for you that we'll miss its anniversary, but it'll be fine um you ever heard the so today we're recording this on november 5th it mm-hmm. won't come out until like a week later or, or a couple days actually this episode comes out
1: tomorrow oh wow today's episode yeah it
0: <laughs> will come out on november 6th but um have you ever heard the expression remember remember the 5th of november yes the gunpowder treason and plot see i know nothing about that
1: oh <laughs> you don't no <gasps> have you I ever just... seen v for vendetta i have not <gasps> oh <laughs> okay
0: so can you just tell me about that? Yeah.
1: I'd be happy to. HBO did a great mini series about it with um, Kit Harington. I'll rewatch it. It's so good. Yay. I love Kit Harington. Yeah. Guy Fox Day. All right. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Great. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this very short episode. <laughs> this is You Know What I've Been Wondering.